Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 233, recorded live on Saturday, December 3rd, 2011. And here are your hosts, the man who is waiting for us to start, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who is waiting for somebody else to finish before we could start, Andy Lowe. Hi. Are you implying that I was holding us up? No. Um, the guy I had gone to my ham radio class to listen to, he ah, talks a lot. I see. And so I was waiting for him to finish, and he kept on talking, and then finally at like 3.30, I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm out of here, guys. Which sucks, though, because I was in the front middle seat. Oh! Because that was the only open seat at the time when I went down there. That's too bad. So it's like, everybody else was already in here. They were already talking. The class hadn't officially started yet, but I still felt like I was walking late. in the middle of the class late. And then the only open spot was the front middle seat in the room. And then you had to leave early. Yeah. You terrible, terrible person, you. I know. Although I, I suppose by extension it's me, since I'm like, Andy, we got to record by four. We, we really need to record. Well, it's a fun class. Yep. It's going to be the it's final class, though, too, so now we can actually record in the morning, like Yay. we normally used to. Joy. That means I need to start waking up earlier. <laughs> no, I actually got a fair amount done before we recorded today, partly because we started a little later than usual. So what time do you get up on the weekends? Oh, that depends. On. Um, the, the earliest I've gotten up on the weekend was, you know, like 7.30, and the latest I've gotten up was 11.30. I got up at 9.30. You had class A. At 1. Okay, well, shush. And B, I was up really late working on the computers. Yes, you're building another game, computer. That's the only problem with computers is you, you can never really be, well, you can be done, but. Right, there's always more. Yeah. So, really, really sad story. Ready? First off, angry story, then sad story, and then probably topics, because I don't know if we'll have time to go into it very much. Uh, I ordered a bunch of stuff from various sources on Black Friday. Yes. Right? New Egg, Tiger Direct, Amazon. Tiger Direct and Amazon had this stuff at my apartment Monday afternoon. New Egg somehow screwed up my order. Uh, the, the card wasn't declined, but it was put on hold. And then New Egg said, oh, nope, it's on hold, so the order's gone. So I had to go back, reissue the order, wait for it to get shipped. And when it got here, it was not good. What do you mean it was not good? The hard drive that I had ordered had been smashed against a corner on the power connector. So Ooh. the metal pins and the plastic molding was completely screwed up. There's no way you would be able to attach a power cord to it. Well, that's a fail. The graphics cards, Uh-oh. I'm pretty sure were refurbs. They're in a very plain box with just the model number on it. They had no drivers, no instruct. not that I really need instructions, but still no instruction booklet, no manual, no warranty card. And you bought these new? You didn't buy these refurbs? Bought them new. I, I looked all over the page. I did a control F on refurb. Nothing. Hmm. Like I went back to double check. Nothing. So after spending half an hour waiting for a human at customer support, I finally gave up. I said, look, you guys are taking this back and you're giving me a refund. And I'm probably never shopping Newegg again. <gasps> and you know what? I don't think I'm ever going to shop Newegg again. But it seems so weird. Like I used to think Tiger Direct was bad. I love Tiger. I've never had a problem with Tiger Direct stuff. I had I've had problems ram. with everything I've ordered from New Egg. You see, I've never had a problem with New Egg, but every time I tried to get something through Tiger Direct, I had issues with refunds, receipts, and this, that, and the other thing. It's It was nothing but problems with Tiger Direct. And you have nothing but happiness and sunshine with New Egg? Yeah. See, it's the opposite for me. <laughs> well, then I also don't have problems with most of my electronic devices. Yeah, but most of the electronic devices I have problems with, I got from New Egg. So that was part of yesterday. Um, well, not yesterday, but this past week. I sliced my finger on the new computer. That took some real skill. Well, those inside edges of the cases are... Nope. No? The back panel where the motherboard comes out of the, the case. I tried to lift up the computer, and I didn't have a good grip, and so it slipped and just sliced my finger. Okay, so not the inside edge, but still one of the one punched of the, yeah, edges. It freaking hurt. <laughs> well, yeah, because um, you cut your finger, and you probably yeah. cut it deep. Yeah, it's... It's, it's pretty deep. Um, so that's angry story. Sad story. I found two computer parts stores in Madison. I went to both of them. One of them, fantastic customer service. I mean, these guys know what they're doing. They've been doing this for like 30 years. They are amazing. Other one, a little more shady, but they did have an old, like, 1982 20 megabyte hard drive that's bigger than my table. I also went to Best Buy. 
Guess which of these three stores had in stock a video card that I wanted. I'm going to... Mm, so you have a computer store that seems good. You have a computer store that seems... Eh, and then you have Best Buy. Yeah. Which one of those three actually had what Dave wanted? Give you a hint. It rhymes with est I. <laughs> so neither of the computer stores... They don't care... It, it's too high end. They don't carry those components in stock. They both offered to order it for me. Well, of course. And one of them said we could have it here by Tuesday. The other said it could be here by Friday. Where were they going to order it from? They have suppliers. They Just, didn't say who. Is one of them Newegg? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was wondering. I'm like, uh, I'm not doing that. Um, but I, I also got price quotes from all of them. Guess which one was the cheapest? By Best about buy? $40. Best Buy. Yep, because most likely they're all getting from the same place, and the computer people need to make money to stay afloat. Yep. They, I mean, the computer place has said we don't make our money on parts. They were basically going to give it to me more or less for wholesale. They make their money on service. Yeah. Virus cleaning, $75. What? Mm-hmm. Shit, I should do. I did that free like four times with people. Yeah, start charging, man. <laughs> really. Oh, jeez. So the sad part of the story is that rather than buy at the nice, wonderful local computer store, I bought at Best Buy. At least I didn't buy at Amazon. Why? What's wrong with Amazon? Well, Amazon, the money would just be going to a soulless corporation that doesn't employ anyone locally. At the very least, some of this money gets put back into the system around here. True. wonder where the nearest Amazon distributions facility is for us. For you guys? I think I know there's got to be one near Chicago. There has to be one near Chicago. Locations on Wikipedia. Really? There's actually, yeah. Fulfillment centers. Well, there's headquarters in South Lake. Software development centers. Nothing here. Probably all. Seattle. Uh, fulfillment centers, da, 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 Phoenix, Arizona, Delaware, Indiana, might be the Indiana one, mm. Kentucky, Las Vegas. Could also be the Kentucky one. That's not too much further, depending on where in Indiana it is. Well, uh, wherever Plainsfield, Indiana is. Yes, because I have Indiana memorized. <laughs> I don't even have Michigan memorized. Okay, so it's a little bit west of Fort Wayne. Okay. Fort Wayne, for anybody who doesn't know, is basically the center of Indiana. Or no, used to be that's Indianapolis. Yeah. Used to be a part of a very important rail line, though. Where the hell is Fort Wayne, then? Or is that south? You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> As I just I believe, had to go and tell you where the heck Plainsfield, Indiana is. I believe Indiana I just is. mentioned that <laughs> I Fort do not know Indiana. Indiana. Ah, you know Fort what I know Wayne Indiana? is northeast. I know Michigan City and Gary. Yeah. Those are the only two cities I really know in Indiana. South Bend, home of Notre Dame. That's northwest Indiana. Okay. Yeah, I know that. Okay. Fort Wayne is northeast Indiana. Indianapolis is the center, and I forgot what's across the river from St. Louis. But Bloomington? Something like that. Then you get into the southern Indiana, and by that point, you're getting into Kentucky. Yep. So. Anyways. <laughs> so if you're ever lost in Indiana... You now have a reference yes. from RA Podcast. Yes. So there you go. So you, you know what I, I forgot to put on the topic list? Um, no, what? Carrier IQ. <laughs> After scolding you for not having it on the list, I forgot to put it on the list. So I'm going to do that right now. Carrier IQ, the news topic of the week. Yes. First, there was the, hey, your iPod's following you. Then, and, hey, your Android's following you. Then, nothing. And then? And then I'm waiting for the page to reload so I can click your link. Oh. There okay. it is. And then and there then was... Carrier IQ. Yeah. Came out of nowhere, but is everywhere. So, let me ask you, Andy, are you upset about this at all? <sighs> I knew from the very beginning that your phone company is going to keep track of what's going on. The, the thing with the iPhone came out, it's like, oh, that's no surprise. Duh. And then the Android was like, well, it already is on the iPhone. Of course, Android's going to be doing it too. And so but just to this level of detail. So Carrier IQ came out, well, it, it's been out, I should say, for many years, uh, but it is a rootkit that's running below the OS, hidden from the operating system, and it tracks things like your location, your call time, it can track things like your call content, the phone state, the keys that you type in, the data that goes back and forth, and to top it off, you can't opt out of the service. Not only that, unless you didn't know it was there. Unless you, you root your phone and install something like 
like, yeah, that's not opting out of the service, though. That's just reinstalling the operating system. I'm going to opt out of their uh, user interface <laughs> and get another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to opt out of the operating system. But th- this was completely hidden. No one had been told about this outside of some very high levels of the phone companies. But to me, this it made sense that it was there. Yes. It makes perfect sense that it's there. That doesn't mean it's right. No. They're like, well, we're just going to use it to, you know, keep track of your call quality and if there's a problem. Well, in order to keep track of the call quality, you have to keep track of the calls. Yeah. Like where you're calling from. Yeah. And how Whether long... Whether or not if... the call ended prematurely. Yeah. And who you were trying to reach. Things of that nature. Yeah. I... I think I'm just most mad that they didn't actually come out and say, this is part of our system. Most people really wouldn't have cared. Yeah. Like, oh, they're going to track my call. Whatever. The NSA does it anyways. Um, (laughs) Sorry. You're sounding like my dad, Dave. That's not right. But that that they tried to hide it. That's what really annoyed me. So, so anyways. The, the, pro- the use... question, though, becomes, yeah? what is the average person going to do about it? Us. Nothing. Us. We have. Nothing. No one's going to do anything. We have a custom ROM. Okay, so it's not actually on our phones being used, unless it is, is it? No. Cyanogen is clean. Okay, good. Never have and never will, according to their website. Well, that's good to hear. So you and I, this makes no difference to, but what are, what are people going to do? Not use their cell phone? Right. I mean, there's nothing they can do. They can be. <laughs> outrage now that's the average person there are some non-average people who can and are taking steps people such as senator al franken who has sent off a request to carrier iq the company saying what the fuck are you doing and you better explain yourselves he probably says it more uh, eloquently than that but yes that's what he says you can actually see the uh, letter he sent them. Ooh, that's really hilarious! Cool. If it actually has a WTF in it. Yeah, should I? I I'm going to link the letter. Well, the letter is in your link to the article. Okay, fine, I won't. But basically, like, he's requesting that they answer. You know, how long do you store the data? What data do you grab? And it's pretty nuts. But like I said, what is the most people going to do about it? Stop using their cell phones? Right. There's <laughs> nothing they can do except be outraged. Yeah. And move to Verizon since Verizon evidently doesn't use it. <laughs> We're angry. There's nothing we can do about it, but we're still angry. Yep. Well, I mean, that would be a great little kind of underground ad campaign if Verizon jumped on it and be like, hey, we don't use Carrier IQ. Your privacy is important to us. It would be a very underhanded that would be, ad campaign. But have you seen some of the ad campaigns that Virgin Mobile was putting out during that AT&T T-Mobile merger? No. Some of those were just, oh. Yeah. Speaking of the AT&T and T-Mobile merger, I thought... Did I put that on there? No, you didn't. You didn't put that one on there either, Dave. God damn it. AT&T has made one last-ditch attempt <laughs> at salvage... Oh, my God, that's a cute picture. Laura is showing me something, and it's adorable. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you see, this is why I lock myself off into a room without Kate. This is the only room that has computers. What am I going to do? Kick her out? Get a laptop. Go hide in another room. I, my chair. You have a laptop. What am I talking about? You don't need I, to get a laptop. Yeah, no. Anyways, uh, at and is off. <laughs> what am I going to do? Get a laptop, go in the other room. Well, uh, <laughs> lawyered. Wait, wait, but the other room is even more open than this room. Okay, but it doesn't involve somebody trying to show you cute pictures. Of kittens. Is it a cat or is it a dog? It, it's a cat. <laughs> the capture that makes you go, aww. <laughs> Best captcha ever. What was I saying? Something about AT&T last-ditch effort, right? Yes. Okay. They are offering basically to the FCC, because there's no one else to offer it to, I guess Department of Justice as well. If this merger is allowed to go through, then they will sell off parts of the customer base and spectrum that they would be acquiring from T-Mobile to other parties. To who? Who else is running on T-Mobile's network? Uh, I don't remember the name. I'm searching desperately to find it. Because AT&T and T-Mobile are broadcasting on the same frequency using the GSM stuff. Yes. But nobody else is. So they can't sell it to Verizon. They can't sell it to Sprint. No, it's a much, much, much smaller company. So we're going to sell it to a rural carrier? I think so. Where did it go? Got (laughs) T-Mobile. I read the ad. Ah. Oh, lawsuits against Carrier IQ. Funny. So speaking of things that are already dead. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Nabster. (laughs) 
died how long ago? Oh, probably. 2000-something? I don't know. Uh, April of 2000. Okay. Napster. Then came back, which was basically just... Uh, Someone bought the name. Yeah. It was almost like Atari. Yeah. So they came back. You could listen to music that on their online database, kind of uh, like a last based. FM sort Streaming. of thing. Yeah. Well, now... It's actually going to be dead again. Didn't they just sell themselves again? Yeah, uh, Rhapsody agreed to acquire Napster, but now it's finally going through. Okay, so it's not dead, it's just now part of Rhapsody. Yeah, but the name is going to be going away. Why would they get rid of the name Napster? Because it's going to be Rhapsody. I'm willing to bet Napster is more well-known than Rhapsody. Probably. (laughs) But still, in the music industry, Napster has a very negative connotation. Yes. People are like, Napster... Ooh, but that—that's on the industry side. <laughs> on the not industry side, which is to say the consumer side, it's like, oh yeah, Napster. I remember that. That was a good. That was, I got a lot of good music off of that. So okay, here you go. Who owned? Who bought the name of Napster in two thousand three after it got X? Basically. Uh, Sorry, probably the RIAA? No, Roxia was the one who bought Napster and resurrected the brand in 2003. Okay. Then they sold it to Best Buy for a deal value. They bought the name for $5 million, and then they sold it to Best Buy for a deal valued at $121 million. Now, that is flipping a name. What the hell? Roxio, a company that does, what, CD and DVD burning? Yeah. Bought an, a music streaming business and somehow were able to basically make... Holy shit, that's uh, a good investment. That is a very good investment. And then Best Buy sold it to Rhapsody, and now it's basically... Uh, that deal, Best Buy has not released the details for, most likely because I'm thinking it's a lot less than $121 million, But Jones is putting out a Christmas blend of their soda oh god can't believe i tried the brussels sprouts jones soda oh brussels sprouts are pretty tasty but not as a soda have you tried their Thanksgiving sodas? No. Hans, nor had, plan Hans had some, and I... Uh, but, so gingerbread, candy cane, sugar plum, and pear tree. Okay, two of those don't sound too bad. Gingerbread and candy cane? Yeah. But, oh, sugar that plum? Was, I don't know. How would plum flavored... Pretty damn tasty. When was the last time you had a plum? A year ago. Was it sugared? It was not a sugar plum, <laughs> no. It was in no way sugared. It was just a plum. In fact, I prefer my plums before they're ripe because they're really, really sour. I prefer my plums after they're dehydrated. With that, that's not a plum anymore. That's a prune. I know. You eat prunes? Every once in a while. I haven't had one in a while because I haven't bought any. But they're like just giant raisins. Yeah, but the plums are so tasty and delicious and wonderful. Why would you? Okay. I'm not even... No, we're, we're done with that. Net, moving on. So speaking of holidays... What's with speaking of? I don't know. Easiest transition possible? Yeah, but getting really old. Holidays, go! Uh, Xbox, by Xbox I mean Microsoft, released yes. their sales totals for Black Friday. Well, the week Uh-oh. of Black Friday. Uh-oh. This is the second holiday season with Connect Out? Yep. Okay. And... 960,000 units were sold in one week. Sold, not just distributed. No, but sold. Holy crap. This is what happens when you make a really good Black Friday deal because there was there were you, a ton you, of Yeah, there were Xbox. there were a ton of Xboxes out there. All the stores had some sort of Xbox deal going on. There's it honestly depended on what you wanted with your Xbox. You could <laughs> go here and get this next? deal for about 200 or you could go over here and get this deal for about 200. Yeah. The one at Best Buy was just, my God, because I think it was the 250 gigabyte version, not just the 4 gigabyte version. So they they did very well. Yeah. Microsoft noted that 800,000 of those were sold within a period of 24 hours. Jeez. And 750,000 connects. Yes. Holy crap. Why do people want the Kinect? I've used it. It's not that cool. There's rumors that the next version of the Kinect will actually be able to read your mouth. Read okay. lips. Wow. So, but it, why would it need to read lips? You I know? don't know. It's got a microphone. I don't understand yeah. the whole lip <laughs> like, reading thing. Wait a minute. <laughs> but that's the rumor that's going around now is, ooh, it can read oh, lips. Shit. That's scary. Maybe it's just so... Uh, no, you, you gotta think about my name and reading lips and oh crap! Then it, all you gotta do is get a big red light, put it on the connect, and it reads your lips, and then realizes that you're trying to kill it, and then it won't yeah, open like, the pod bay you're doors. About and, unplugging the Xbox, and all of a sudden the doors to the apartment shut. Well, <laughs> fuck. 
connect, let me in. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. Open the apartment door, please, connect. <laughs> connect. Let me play Skyrim. <laughs> Everybody plays Skyrim. Connect. Play Dance Central. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't let you do that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. You're too white for that game. Fuck. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of terrified if they can actually connect reading lips. But still, 960, this, this was actually the biggest sale week in history for the Xbox 360. I'm not surprised. So There were some really good deals. Yeah. And, I mean, you know what it is. What? If you want to bring out the, like, analyst portion of the show, they're trying to move the inventory. They're going to start ramping up for the next version. Oh, the 7, quote-unquote, 720? Yeah. Well, they are putting out the new dashboard. Should be, actually be out in by the day after this goes live. Good, but they're, I, I'm, they've got to be working on the next one, and they're getting close to, it'll probably be revealed at E3 this year. There's also the 26 TV channels mm-hmm. on the Xbox, but as we said, you actually have to have access to those channels already before you can get them, so it's... yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, at least you you don't have to switch back. You don't have to press the input button on your controller then. You only need one remote. Your Xbox remote? Yep. I actually noticed that. I was kind of disappointed. Okay, so we got the 46-inch TV, right? Yeah. Nice 46-inch TV. Yeah, very, very, yes. It's got the component inputs into it. Okay. Which the component inputs can handle an HD signal. But I've learned most of them, the TVs, don't really like having them accept HD signals. They only have them accept SD signals because it doesn't have the same digital encryption as the HDMI cables. By it, in this case, you mean the TV. Yes. No. The TV has the, got component SD- inputs for it, but will only display standard definition. They don't tell you why. Well, they, they it says it accepts standard definition, which most people will be like, okay, it accepts standard definition. Yeah, but it should be able to handle HD. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, well, I know that this <laughs> I know this connection... <laughs> I know the electronics behind this. Why is it not? And then I'm reading and most people say, yeah, they don't talk about it, but they want you to switch to HDMI because of the digital encryption. Yeah, and the analog hole yeah. that HDMI supposedly plugs. Side note, though, but putting a DVD in my Xbox 360 and hooking it up to the TV through the HDMI cable yeah. looks so good. Doesn't it? Isn't that so nice? I know. Now and now that my laptop's got an HDMI system. out, I can, I can just, instead of having to convert something and put it on the TiVo and then watching it on the TV, I can just plug the HDMI cable from my laptop into the TV. Yep. My new computer is HDMI out on the motherboard and the graphics card. I could run two HDMI monitors. It's the new thing. And every, every monitor now is 1920 by 1080. Yep. And they are quite pretty. Yes, they are. Trying to think back when I was young, how big our TV was. It was a big TV. So it was probably like 35 inches, maybe. You know, like a big CRT monitor. Yeah, the big, heavy right. CRT so monitor. If it was about 30 inches, I mean... My monitors aren't too far behind my old TV. Well, you got to make sure, though, to remember that your CRT monitor was 4 by 3 Yes. And so to get the same uh, vertical resolution, you need a bigger widescreen monitor. Yes. However, it was also a resolution of like 600 by 800, roughly. What? The old CRT televisions? The old CRT televisions were 480i. Okay. So translate that into... Uh, uh, I think 6 by 40 by 480. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. That's like three inches of my monitor. (laughs) I'm trying to remember what the horizontal is for that. Yeah, uh, it's uh, 640 by 480. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, man, how do I know these things? These things are just, well, college. Because you're a nerd. (laughs) And I had to take classes for all this stuff. Yeah, so, yes. Oh, yeah. uh, if Kate's listening to this, ADR stands for Automated Dialogue Replacement or Additional Dialogue Recording. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Whatever. No, no, that's that's fine. That's very inside baseball. Hidden messages. So... Blu-ray. <laughs> the other times also where I just... Oh, there's lots of those in these things. Since we're talking about HDMI and encryption. Yes. Blu-ray encryption, which Intel... It was Intel, right? Or IBM? I do believe it was IBM who said... No, Intel. Yeah. Intel, because like a year ago, someone started to break it. Like they got through the first layer, basically, in rough metaphorical terms. And Intel came out and said, we're not worried. Even with that, it will take them years and years and tens of thousands of dollars of equipment. A year later and $260 later. 
Blu-ray encryption has been broken completely. Now, is this are, – are you getting the raw data stream from HDMI or what exactly is it breaking? I do not know. It, I, I assume it's bringing – so when you send a signal through the HDMI yes. from your Blu-ray player. Yes. Right? Well, this isn't the HDMI signal. I should clarify. This is the, the signal that the Blu-ray player is generating. The movies industry, when they print to Blu-ray, encrypt the information so that only basically certified Blu-ray players will be able to get the information off, which would, besides the analog hole, stop you from just copying something off of it. Yeah. Okay? What this does is removes that encryption. <sighs> this, to me, if the way I'm reading this correctly, yeah. is this basically is a man-in-the-middle attack where you got a Blu-ray player, you got a display of some kind. This is tapping into that stream between the two of them. Yes, but that stream is typically encrypted. Yes. And this is decrypting that. Yes. Uh, it's mostly a theoretical thing, though, because pirates who are basically breaking Blu-ray are breaking it in the receiver itself. Right. Basically convincing the, the Blu-ray player that the receiver is not exactly what the receiver actually is. It could be a TV, but it's actually a computer that's just, you know, just basically doing its own version of an analog hole, quote-unquote, and ripping it to something else that it doesn't have the copy protection. Does that make sense? Did I break you, Dave? You Well, you broke off. Oh. I gotta say, the new version of Skype is kind of nice in the sense that it automatically reconnects. I didn't even know you were gone. Yeah. No, it, it, it said like, hey, this call has been interrupted. Oh, well, I was just pointing out the fact that the pirates right now who are currently breaking Blu-ray, quote unquote, are doing it in the receivers rather than the actual stream because the stream's got yeah, I, I caught that part. a lot of data. So right. it's just saying the HDCP is not infallible, but it's like saying, oh, I can do this to break into my car. It's like, oh, you could just, you know, break the window. Right. Okay. But well, it's still, it's it's still, it's still interesting that they said, oh, this is unbreakable. No, it's guys unbreakable. Said, the, the quote is, um, unless they got into the semiconductor business and made a computer chip of their own. <laughs> not so much. All right. What else? What's GamePro dying? Why? Oh, um, I'm not sure if he announced it, but GamePro was going from monthly to quarterly. Okay. That really didn't work out too well. So GamePro is now going to be just gone. Who owns GamePro? Well, I'm guessing the same people who own PC World, because now visitors to GamePro.com are going to be redirected to the PC World GamePro channel on PCWorld.com. Ah, who owns PC World? (sighs) Probably Hearst or something like that. Okay, but not the number of the number of magazine owners are just. What do you mean? There's like four of them. Magazine owners? Yeah, I know. That's what I was trying to say. The number of magazine owners is oh, IDG owns PC World. Okay, yeah, there's there's IDG, Ziff Davis, Hearst, Hearst. and that's like ninety percent of magazines. Yeah, <laughs> certainly it's like a hundred percent of the tech mags. Uh, yeah, IDG's got all the, the Computer World, Mac World, Network World, PC World, mm-hmm. three hundred magazines. Jesus. Okay, last. Last week we talked about the ESRB yes, and trying this, to do mobile ratings with the CTIA. Okay, what's your update? Uh, remember how we were wondering? Okay, what are they going to do about Android and Apple? Yeah, um, they're not. Oh. <laughs> They are going to leave well, – the, okay, this is their quote. While the ratings will cover the six biggest mobile services in the world, the ESRB and the CTIA have confirmed that Google and Apple will not be added to the list of providers. Well, they're still doing the games on Android. It's just not like – wait, I'm so lost now. They're, so they aren't rating anything in the Android market? Nope, and absolutely but, nothing in the Apple market either. But they'll rate other Android games, just not ones through the market. I'm trying to figure out which of uh, the mark. Yeah, I okay. There's the Android market, and there's the iPhone market. What else is there? Well, there is the Amazon market, and then you can just distribute your app without the market. Oh, uh, okay. Like GameLoft no, doesn't use the the Android market. They're very successful stealing other games, but they're very successful. Okay, participating in the new rating systems are Microsoft, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, Sprint, and U.S. Cellular. So the company stores? Yes. So the actual, like, Microsoft Windows Phone wow. app store. The the official AT&T apps. Yeah, so that just got neutered. Yeah. Okay. Too bad. <laughs> Ambitious project. Too bad. So, so also, what it's going to be is, um, if anybody actually really cares anymore, it's mostly like... Um, no, don't care. No. Yeah, but they're going to uh, submit... Don't care. Inf- <laughs> So the developers are going nope, to self don't care because it doesn't involve Android or the Apple App Store. Hey, Andy, how many times have you used the T-Mobile Store? I don't think I ever have. Right. 
Gotcha. So Android phones yes. and Apple iPhones yes. are basically have, it now. Have like 50% of the market of all U.S. smartphones. More That's than 50% of the market. They have a lot. 42.8 plus 28.3. Yeah, they have 70% of the market. Jesus. But it's worth pointing out Android has 42%. Yes, but that 42% is divided among Four different manufacturers, well, not even four, three major four. manufacturers and some other guys. Others. <laughs> others. I love the fact that it's other. Eight, let's see. So there's HTC, Samsung, Motorola, LG, Sony Ericsson. Are those the other? Probably. I, like, if that's the case, why not just put both of them out there? <laughs> I, I don't know. But if you think about it, okay, HTC's got all the G phones. Samsung has the Galaxies. Motorola's Motorola got the, the droids. The droids. The droids is, is that 10%. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. As much as I dislike the droids for certain decisions that were made, they are what broke Android out into the open. Which is kind of annoying, though, especially when some people are making some things and it's, oh, they get the droid and the Android confused. Yes. Yes. Huge pet peeve of mine. So it's like, oh, what do you have? Oh, this phone oh, is running droid. Android. But you're not on Verizon. Like, I got a droid. It's an HTC phone. Yeah, it's a droid. No. No, no. it's not a droid. <laughs> God. Arg. <laughs> droids can have Android. Androids do not have to be in droids. <sighs> Huge pet peeve of mine. But hey, it's worked. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> damn them and their ability to confuse people. So let's let's point this out, though. Not only does Android have more of the market share than Apple, it's still growing faster than Apple, which means it will continue to squeeze Apple out of the equation. Until Apple, you know, comes out with their iPhone 5. I honestly think that's what people are waiting for is the, uh, the iPhone 5. None of this iPhone 4S with Siri crap. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, Andy. <laughs> Siri is stupid. Yes, yes, she is. She is so stupid, in fact. She has a very hard time finding things. <laughs> Siri is so stupid. So, people, wow. I, you Siri is you, so dumb. How dumb is she? Is she? Siri is so dumb that if you ask her to find an abortion clinic... <laughs> She'll find blank. She doesn't find anything. That's what I said by blank. Yeah. Come on, I was trying to go the match game reference. Right, no. Okay. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. Siri has gotten into a little bit of trouble recently. Oh. Because people found out that it has a very difficult time finding abortion clinics. What? It'll find a bunch of other stuff, but it couldn't find abortion clinic. So the the concern, which has kind of been pushed off to the side, is that Siri actually was programmed with certain political agendas built in. <laughs> You've right. got to be kidding me. Right. Well, you know, when it can find strip clubs and it can't find abortion clinics, you kind of think. Because it wasn't like an isolated incident. It happened all over the place. But the the gist of it is that it's just a really bad search engine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just now looking at the uh, Rick Santorum Google problem. What's the Rick Santorum Google problem? Google Santorum. Why? Because Rick Santorum was running for president, but pissed off. Oh, who was it? Dan Savage, I do believe he pissed off. Oh, dear Lord. So if you Google Santorum. Uh, before people do this, please remind or please be reminded that we have that explicit tag for a reason. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's <laughs> so. really terrible. Where is Rick Santorum? Okay, Rick Santorum's official campaign site is the fourth one down. Yeah. Yeah. So Siri's got issues. Santorum's got issues. <laughs> Who else has issues? You know what we haven't done in a long time, and I kind of miss it? How is Sony screwed up now? Well, Sony says in order to save gaming, you have to buy the Sony Vitria, or whatever it's called. Vita? Vita. Really? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. I didn't really think it was that newsworthy, because nobody really cares about the Sony Vita. Or No. Yeah. 3D holograms, though. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Yeah. Well, so that technology, that mythical sci-fi, oh my god, amazing technology, is actually a lot closer than you'd think. Really? Yeah. Brilliantly done. Uh, you take a bunch of lasers. Well, of course. And you shoot them more or less up, and you have them line up in certain areas so that they cross and glow even brighter in that one spot. 
Oh, because when they interact with each other, I gotcha. Right? It's going to be brighter. Yeah. It's shining two lights instead of one. So this setup, if you do it on a large enough scale, you get enough lasers shooting up, you can actually render a 3D image in midair. That will be honest to God 3D because it's honest to God 3D. It's not on a flat screen. No. You could walk around it and see it change because you're actually walking around it. (laughs) It is really cool. Yeah, this... Because the old 3D stuff is just optical illusions, but this is actually... 3D. Yeah. Yeah. Currently, uh, 15 frames per second, so not the best. Hey, movies run at 24 frames per second. Yep, and if instead of using just one color laser, you use red, green, and blue, which is how your eyes actually see color, then you can create whatever colors you want. Rods and cones. Yes. Which is actually a pretty good Blue Man Group song. Yes, it is. Although I never associated that with eyes. I always thought of it as, like, traffic cones and PVC rods. Did you see the uh, New York street signs that were in haiku? No. Andy, you've started a trend. (laughs) I don't know what it is. But also, side note, I guess everybody just associates me with haikus or haiku. Because you made a New Year's resolution, what was it, two years ago? Every day to post haiku. Every day. And you did it for, like, two months. Still, Every my, twi- day, my Twitter feed, I think, is all haikus. Haiku. I so might I have wonder why people associate you with a haiku. There's probably some back there at some point when I was trying out for some contest or something else where it's not a haiku. But I think it would have been even more clever if you had done the contest with a haiku. <laughs> my personal well, favorite is when other people message you and they do it in haiku. <laughs> I mean, that just takes thought. That's, that's wonderful. Oh, there's the one where I accidentally messed up after the half marathon. Yep. Gah. Granted, I had just finished a half marathon, so I gave myself... Right. Um, okay, sort of... IPOs. Zynga Which one do you want to do, Facebook or Zynga? Why is Facebook talking about an IPO? Are they... Uh, I thought they were public, nope. maybe. No, nope. They going thought public? about going public, and then they went, whoa, nah, maybe not so much. But now they're actually thinking about going public again next year. So April to June 2012. Billion dollars. Ten billion dollars. For no actual product. Nope. So the Walmart people, not the Walmart people, Wall Street Street. people will love it. Anytime you can get money for free, basically, they'll do it. Wow. So yeah, Facebook wants to run raise ten billion in their IPO. Zynga, Zanga, whatever it is, was looking at one billion, weren't they? Um, seven billion? Yeah. Lowered to seven billion. Yeah. Oh so no, no. They're, that's they're, the they're, valuation. Not yeah, the, the valuation is seven billion. So they only want to generate an IPO of nine hundred million. But still, yeah. almost a billion dollar IPO. But, <laughs> I no. Why do people insist on bringing down the economy? Because people want to make money. This is bad. Unless, you know, you get in on this on the ground floor and get out early enough. Granted, with IPOs, you're stuck in there for, what, three months? Yeah. Three, four months, something like that. And then everybody else wants to get out as well. And so... Yeah, the stock tanks. Although, generally, it doesn't tank as much as it grew during the IPO. No. But holy crap. Okay. Mm -hmm. (sighs) That's discouraging. Do Do you want some uplifting news? Sure. The Humble Indie Bundle. Yes, which was introversion this time. Yep, which got me playing DEF CON again. Oh, yeah. DEF CON. I was thinking about starting one of those real-time eight-hour DEF CONs. When? I don't know. Because, you know, most people do not have freedom of that. I, it would have to be over a weekend. Yeah. But the Humble Introversion Bundle. Yes, has earned $500,000. Wow. I wonder, do they have they posted how that's split? Uh, I don't... It's, oh, sorry. It's now... The total payments are now past 700000 now. Top contributors. Humble Brony. Wow. Expired Popsicle. $1,200. Go Linux Go for $500. Funco Amusements. That's pretty impressive. Ooh, prototypes. Yep. And the really cool thing about this one is the uh, the source code. If you really? want it, introversion packaged the source code. Maybe that can finally fix the part of DEF CON where that was my it one does problem make with the sense. Well, no. You know how you can launch fighters and you have yes. that blue circle that shows their fuel range? Yes. I want that cut in half. Because it's the maximum range. Yeah. And so they'll reach the edge of that blue circle, turn around, and then crash because it ran out of gas. Right. I want that blue circle cut in half so I know basically... This is the effective range. Yeah. So you have the combat range, you have the effective range, so and then you have you the... You want a, a blue circle and then like a red circle outside of that. 
Well, you have the red circle in the center. That's the combat range. So that's okay. how. So maybe uh, uh, well, I'd make the combat range like a green circle, and then there's the blue circle of you can come back if you stay in here, and then there's the red circle of this is the absolute furthest this thing is going to be able to fly. Okay. Oh, Defcon. Have we officially reviewed Defcon or no? Not yet. Okay. We haven't reviewed a lot of things. <laughs> well, we have, we have reviewed thirty-two things with a thirty-third coming on. Wow. Already. Yep. So there's three days left for this. So the people who are listening on Monday should be able to go and do this if they haven't already. If you're listening to it after Monday, then... Sucks to be you. Yep. Well, Tuesday morning, you could still do it. Mm. Yeah, Uplink's on there, too. If you remember Dave talking about Uplink for... Such a fun game. Uh... Andy didn't like it, but I thought it was fantastic. Well... It took me a while to figure it out. Yes. So I quit and started again, and hopefully this time I think I figured it out. Yeah, it'll, it takes about two or three tries till you get comfortable, and then you realize that you're not even touching the actual story of the game. I'm waiting for Andy's Inevitable. There's a story? No, I've, I looked at some of the game facts, and I heard that there is a story. Yeah. But I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, once you reach a certain point, uh, you get an email in the game. Or not even an email, there's like a news post about something. And there's this one company that's trying to take down the internet and another company that's trying to save it. Gotcha. And you need to decide which one you want to help. And yeah, it's a really fun game. All right, so we should hit the last few topics. Yes. Um, the Sims is going free-to-play Whoa. on iOS devices. Okay, so not the actual Sims. No. That's too bad. I might have actually picked it up if it was free-to-play. <laughs> you also would have to have an Apple device. Yeah. Because it's only on the iOS. Well, I meant like the, the PC game Sims, if that went free-to-play. Well, I'm guessing it's going to be more along the lines of Sims Social, which is on Facebook, rather than... The or they just ported the original Sims over to iOS. And the game came out in, what, like the early 2000s? Well, it, no, it's got more of a Sims 2 look. Okay. So How did it, the Sims 2 differ from the Sims? Um, the original Sims, you were stuck in isometric view. Okay. You're so not in Sims 2? No. Sims 2, you can spin around. It's free view. Okay. Huh. I'm but also I'm quite proud stop. of myself that I did the isometric view correctly. Okay. It's like uh, the difference between Civ 3 and Civ Yes, no, I, I understand. I, I get it. What else do we got here? Brain on a chip? can actually handle Civ 5. Brain on a chip! Yes. <laughs> Scientists used stem cells to create a chip that can connect to the spinal cord. Doc Ock, anyone? The Matrix? Either one. <laughs> So what you're saying is nothing good comes from this. No, not really. Um, But also, in theory, restoring functionality to limbs that are now no longer working because you've been paralyzed by breaking your spine. So there could be some good for this, but there also could be a chance of pure evil. Yeah, I mean, well, Andy, but that's true of anything. I'm just going to go with the possibility of pure evil. Okay, you do that. Speaking of evil, my printer is able to be hacked. Your printer can be hacked. Printers evidently have very little security on them. Well, I knew and that. I knew that people used to buy printers from electronic wholesalers that came from banks and such and were able to basically scan the printer's memory to pull up whatever documents the thing had printed or copied or scanned or yep. faxed. Well, it gets worse than that. So when you send something to the printer yes, and it spools, remember that term? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's sending the file to the printer. The printers are getting so advanced that when they look at that file, they'll actually look at more than just, oh, I'm supposed to print this. They'll also look at, hey, here are some special instructions. Like collate and copy and staple, that sort right. of stuff. Or, hey, there's new firmware. Oh, crap. Yeah. So by sending a file to the printer that is attached with firmware, custom firmware, you can take control of the printer. And so, you know, when somebody's sending financial documents, which for some odd reason they love to get those things faxed to them yep. in PDF form. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just bad all around. And you could also blow up the printer. I'd love to see how that works. Well, if you have a laser jet printer, you know how hot those things get, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's controlled. What happens when you just tell it to start? Oh. And don't tell it to stop? You could set a lot of offices on fire over the weekend. Right. <laughs> Especially some of them, which would just turn on to accept faxes. Even though there's no one in the office. Yep. Yeah. 
That's bad. Now, is this going? Is this likely to affect the average person? No, no absolutely not. Should you maybe remove your printer from the network that's connected to the internet, unless you actually plan on doing internet-based printing? And I don't mean printing from a browser. That eh, probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Reduce the overall traffic, at least. Okay, RIM. I'm trying to remember what RIM stands for. Something machines. I don't. Shit. I don't know. You say RIM. I think BlackBerry. Research in well, motion. Th- research in motion. Okay. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. RIM, BlackBerry. RIM, BlackBerry. Well, what, what's BlackBerry's one main benefit? Uh, BlackBerry Messenger? No. What the hell is BlackBerry Messenger? What the hell is BlackBerry Messenger? Yeah. It's the IM that you can use between Blackberries themselves. Okay, but you... Each BlackBerry phone has a specific ID with it. Okay. Basically like a MAC address. And so right. if you have, you can chit-chat with people. You can but, send out but, messages. How is... But you can do that on any other phone, Andy. I know, but you can't... That is not the one thing BlackBerry has going for it. But it's not... It's not like a text message or anything else like that. It's built into the system. Also, the BlackBerry Enterprise servers are huge. Yeah, yes. Yes, they are. BlackBerry Enterprise. Let's follow that path. What about the BlackBerry <laughs> Enterprise servers, Andy? Why is BlackBerry the only one with a government contract? Because the Blackberries can be locked down. Their like security is fantastic. Research in Motion spent most of that motion researching security. That's why everybody had them when they first came out. They were the business phones to have. Right. BlackBerry but- and Research in Motion in general have been going downhill for a little bit. Yeah, BlackBerry was falling behind the curve. That's a brilliant uh-huh, line. Uh-huh, that is a brilliant uh-huh, line. I didn't, cannot uh-huh. claim that. That is in this story. So you, hopefully people get the joke. BlackBerry, when I say that, I mean research in motion, is planning on selling their security to Apple and Android developers. Ooh, because who wants a BlackBerry anymore? No one. No, but, yeah, nobody wants a BlackBerry. They're secure. They've President been Obama secure. wants a BlackBerry. <laughs> Does he really, or is he just in there going, oh, everybody who walks in, oh, have you seen this new iPhone? Have you seen this new droid? Do you remember? No, when he first took office, they said, like, you're going to have to give up your phone. Yeah. And he said, no. I think it's just because he was so used to it. Well, I think it's also because the rules are out of date. (laughs) Like, uh, no, I'm, I'm not giving, no. But anyways, BlackBerry's planning on, on selling that security system. Does that mean that there's, a, out. there's a possibility then that because there's been multiple news stories about RIMS, we have even talked about that. The BlackBerry servers have gone down yeah. for a while in a couple of yeah. cases. Which evidently, by the way, was started because someone reset the wrong server. <laughs> Like, the entire thing was an accident. Someone reset the wrong server. Still there? Yeah. Okay. I'm just... You can't do this to me where you, you just sit there quietly because twice now it's gone out. So don't do that. What else do we got? A 3D search... Okay. Is that it? That's it. Okay. Review. Yes. I'm jealous. You got a review copy of this. Ah... <sighs> Which, okay, let me, we're reviewing Jurassic Park, which is done by Telltale. Telltale The company otherwise known as Let's Grab IP that no one wants anymore and actually do something with it that's pretty cool. Like Monkey Island. Back to the Future. Wallace and Gromit. Jurassic Park. Sam and Max. Jurassic Park. (laughs) Strong Bad. Andy. Sorry. Porker not at the inventory. Review. No, I'm done. Um... When I first saw this, I was thinking, when I first actually got the, the Monkey Island and Walls of Gromit, I was thinking they're going to be like the old Sierra adventures, like the Dig, Full Throttle, King's Quest. Indiana Jones, King's Quest, that sort of stuff. Uh, there's a lot of qu- what you would call, you know, the quick time events. Yeah. Where it's, okay, start pressing X now. What? Huh? Uh-oh. So, Press X to not die. Yeah, which, let me point it out this way. I have not um, finished the first episode yet, and Could I have died going? two dozen times. Wow. I'm not good at these, you must pay attention to the game at all times. <laughs> what was that? Oh, shit! <laughs> I'm dead. Okay, now this time I got it figured out, and, oh, wait, I didn't press the right combination. I'm dead. Well, crap. Are you playing it on PC or on the 360? I'm playing it on the PC. PC. Okay. I figured the 360 is probably easier just because there's fewer buttons. That is true. But now, the 
it is, I do have to say, it is fun because it's got the classic Jurassic Park music and the, it's still, it's not the Jurassic Park movie storyline. It's kind of something that's running in parallel to. Right. As we actually explained it in the, the audio that I brought back from PAX, I believe. Yes. I'm just trying to reiterate for those who had, if they missed that episode. If not. If you missed that episode, you should go back and listen to those interviews because they yes. were actually pretty cool. When was that? That was. It would have been early September. Episode. Episode 2019, I think. 2019. No. Not that good. Andy? Um, 219. There episode you go. Episode 219. There we go. I didn't think we had over 2,000 episodes. Oh, God. But it it's quite fun, but later. there's a lot of push this right now in this order, otherwise you're dead. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's what they wanted. They were trying to go for this kind of interactive storytelling. But So I, I did play a little bit at PAX. Okay. So I, I do get to help out in this review and not just listen past Which part were you playing at PAX? Do you remember uh, what was going on? I There was a vehicle crashing through a gate. Ah, yes. Okay. And there was a dinosaur that wasn't there. It was a bugged copy. Oops. Because it was still you know, in, in beta. And there was a Stegosaurus model that wasn't showing up in their demo on the floor at PAX. As I'm doing the interview, I'm like, there's supposed to be something here, perhaps? And it's like, yeah, he called the dev over and said, take care of this right now. Um, it was really funny. <laughs> Like they, because they had changed their build overnight to add something, and evidently they had screwed that up. Gotcha. Uh, but it it is a lot of press X to not die. But that's what they wanted. The game is basically a series of quick time events. Well, there's and still there's still puzzle aspects into it. Yes. Like there was a point where but I was on the is, ship that Nerdy was trying to get to. Nedry. Nedry. Sorry, he's, he's nerdy. Yes. And when I saw that in the book, in my mind, the rest of the time he was nerdy because Nedry. he's the computer guy. Dennis Nedry. But go he's on. Dennis Nerdy. I'm sorry, you can't fix me. Elk. I am what I am. And that's all that I am. Yep. Go on, Dennis Nedry. The boat. Yes, there, there was. I like the puzzle aspect of it. It's, 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 it's interspersed. I like the pacing where it's not always I okay. Puzzle aspect. I don't know what puzzle aspect you're talking about. Well, there's a part where, okay, I have to somehow get onto the island. And there's no quick time events for it. It's actually like walking around and trying to figure out, okay, how do I distract the guard here, grab the passes here? How do I talk my way past the guard? So there's, there's also like the um, kind of like mass effect. The decision wheel? Yeah, but it's not actually a decision wheel. It's just the classic. Right. Lucas Arts. Well, that's cool. Calm response. So it's not always all the time. Press now, X or you're going to die. The the game was, as we said, developed by Telltale, and they have the license to Jurassic Park, but it wasn't done by like the writers of Jurassic Park. No. I mean, Spielberg wasn't on hand going like, oh, yeah, no, you should do this. So did it still feel like Jurassic Park? Oh, it still felt like Jurassic Park. The dinosaurs are nice. Yep. Actually, I talked to them about that, too, and whether or not they were going to take into account all the, the recent discoveries about dinosaurs. Because Jurassic Park came out in, like, 96? Yeah, and the fact that the uh, Brontosaurus, or was it the Brachiosaurus, the one that had the wrong head? Yeah, like it was just the wrong head. <laughs> And yet somehow uh, appeared in Jurassic Park. Or that the Triceratops didn't exist as its own species. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff now that we look back and went, that's not right. That's, yeah, so they actually had considered whether or not they were going to put those in the game. They said, you know, this is what the movie was, that's what we're going to take. So yes, it does still feel like the Jurassic Park universe. That's good. All we need is an Ian Malcolm but I'm not sure if he shows up or not because you you're not playing any of the main characters. You're playing other characters. Right. Although I, you, I'm sure you run into or spot the main characters. There's been a couple of times where you're walking around and you're like, okay, I know exactly what's going on with the regular story at this time. Ah, uh, <laughs> like when everything shuts down. Yeah. Okay, they're about here, here, and here, and I'm all the way over here. Okay, I, I get it. I should watch that movie again. This is Unix. I know this. Don't. No. Oh. And best line ever. No. I love that line. So bad. I love it. So, so bad. So if you like the other things like Back to the Future, Waltz and Gromit, Monkey Island stuff, there's a lot of puzzle aspects. 
aspects of that still in the game. If you can get past the don't press X to die, if you like those don't ask, don't press X to die things. This is the game for you. Yes. You'll just have to intersperse with actual trying to figure out puzzles at the the same time. The thing is, I don't see it as, like, it's not whether or not you like the press X to not die. It's this is the model for this game is call and response. Which, for me, I like games that I could set down at any point, and I don't have to pay 100% attention. There's some games, the yes, I would like to pay. button, Andy. But no, still, if there's a cinematic going on, I like to kind of lean back and watch it's the cinematic absorbed. as it happens. Yes, but the point of this game is that it's an interactive cinematic. That's kind of <laughs> Which, Telltale's de- design philosophy. I know, but it's it's hard for me to be well, that focused 100%. Stop I got playing Telltale games. <laughs> But they're got good IPs. Yes. Yes, they do. <sighs> okay. So how much is it? It's on Steam. I know that. Yeah. Um, shoot, I haven't bucks, checked to see what the price bucks. is right now. for Borderlands is on sale today. I already bought it. Oh, is that the daily deal for the day? Yeah, the daily deal for the day. Yes, Andy. Well, there is a different daily deal every day. That's what makes it a daily deal, Andy. Jurassic Park the Game, $30 on Steam right now. Okay. So for $30, would you recommend it? If you like the Jurassic Park game, if the universe, and you like the Telltale games, then yes. Those are my two criteria. And Weigh if them as one you of those, fit. wait for it to be on sale? Maybe. Okay. Am I going to play more of it? Yes. Am I going to try and finish it? Yes. Did you get it for free? Yes. There you go. <laughs> All right. Random topic. Yes. What practical skills have you learned from video games that you would apply if you were randomly dropped into a war zone? crying and hiding there's Not no the crying in baseball kind of counterproductive yeah cover yeah cover is king see here's the thing i don't play a lot of the war games okay um, so dropping me in the middle of a battlefield would not be helpful now if you drop me in like the command center man i could i could do amazing shit Oh my god, you guys got a hex map. I know this. I know, yeah. This is hex. I know this. <laughs> you move here, you move here, and you go way the fuck around. What do you mean you don't have the fuel to go with it? Go way the fuck around. I don't care if you can't make it back. All right, when's the next turn start? You're a unit. You're expendable. <laughs> How do we produce more? Oh... All right, you so start mining, works, right? So every like twenty bucks, I should get a guy to pop out of it. <laughs> what do you mean that's not how it works? So oh, what I'm what, hearing is real time like strategy does not work for actual war. Two limited number of guys, huh? And they need to be fed. Wait, Shit. you you mean I have to reload? Shit, <laughs> I have to carry ammo. <laughs> You mean I can't carry an AK-47, a rocket launcher, grenade launcher, (laughs) three types of saw weapons? (laughs) Crowbar. You mean I can't carry all of that at once? Um, So yeah, in the middle of a battlefield, cover. Yes. Lots of cover. Not next to exploding red barrels. No. Which is the one problem with video games is they let you sit behind lots of things that you probably shouldn't normally be sit behind. Sit behind. Like, oh, I'll just hide behind these computer screens. I'll hide behind this wooden box. Yeah. That will stop the bullets. Right. That's a good idea. Even hiding behind a car is actually not that great. Well, because the doors are so thin. Yeah. And there's nothing between them. Nope. Now, hiding behind the engine block. Yes. That would work. Hiding behind... Actually, the best idea is to hide behind one of the wheels. Really? Well, you've got all of the one wheel on one side, including the brake rotors and everything inside of it, including all the suspension. You have the axle. You have the differential. Then you have the other axle, brake rotors, suspension, and hubcap. I, you know, I'd only go with the front wheels. Okay, back front... wheels, it seems there'd be, there wouldn't be enough between them. Okay, so front wheels yes then the back wheels but, but compared yeah. to you know hiding behind the middle of the car go for one yeah. of the go for the front wheels if you can so back wheels wait, so is what secondary about all those scenes where people hide behind the doors like in movies you can pierce through a door like nobody's business okay unless it's actually designed to withstand a bullet yes like cop cars most of them yes pretty sure crown picks are designed to stop bullets Okay, so what I need you to do is go buy a Crown Vic, and then we'll shoot guns at it. So I need you to buy some guns as well. <laughs> I don't have a license. You need to buy a cop cars and some guns. Maybe if I get really lucky, there will already be guns in the cop car. <laughs> Jackpot! What do you mean this cop car doesn't automatically come with a shotgun? <laughs> what do you mean I can't just break into the cop's network? I'm in a cop car. <laughs> 
Bad, you know, there's our new segment, Dandy. Bad lessons learned from video games. <laughs> oh, speaking of future segments. Oh, I wanna, what? No, 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 go ahead. You said, oh, crap, for a reason, and I'm very curious what the oh, crap was for. That we're designing a future segment. Well, we had discussed this earlier. I know. I, I, I'm joking, Andy. Okay. Go ahead. Um, for all of our listeners, we are had talked about a geek bucket list, list, and so... The list of things to do as a geek before you die. Yes. The thing that every geek should try and do. Or do not. There is no try. Sorry. That, that's Star Wars. Yeah. I know this. Ah! Bad Andy. Good pizza. Fuck. That's 1990s commercials. I know this. <laughs> um, but we're looking for suggestions. We're going to try and get some famous people suggestions. But we're also just looking for the average gamer. <laughs> yeah, we're looking for any suggestions at this moment. So if you have a suggestion, just try and boil it down to one, maybe two. Just try and boil it down to one. And shoot us an email. Mail, M-A-I-L, at RAPodcast.net. Send us a tweet, at RAPodcast. We're looking for stuff there so we can start compiling a list that we will go over for the next year and try and get this stuff all down. Yes. So I think on that note, we should uh, break out the Christmas music because it's December. Yes, it is. The one-ups. Yep. Awesome. All right. Have a good week, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.